welcome to the Comic Wrestling Podcast. That was a face. That was, that's, that's I, I have a face, so yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Comic Wrestling Podcast. This is the comic shop. I am the host, or a host, one of the hosts, the wild card Ace Williams, and always with me, I'm Deadly Dave. <laughs> and on today's episode, you can read it and you can weep it. It says, oh, well, that is the comic shop, so I'm accurate. But over here, it says, what does it say? It says action movies. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm glad I'm prepared then. You came already prepared for this? I, I did. Wow, it's like you read my mind or something. <laughs> um, it's a short story to read that. I don't think it's a short bus. <laughs> I used to drive the short bus, so it works. I sat in the front and in the back at the same time. It's the <laughs> best! <laughs> so on today's episode, obviously we're going to talk about action movies. Uh, we've lied the last two podcast episodes saying, well, one episode saying it was going to be uh, Metal Gear Solid would be the next one. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. The anticipation is what makes it uh, that much better. That's right. Um, you got to want it. You got to want it. And if you don't want it, you're going to get it either way. <laughs> get, there's a word for it. It starts with great. Er, I mean, it, start, <laughs> it starts with R. I didn't mean to say the word. I was going to leave it up to the imagination, but there it is. Um, but also, before we kick off the show, which we already did, so that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Off the rails already. Let's go back in time. Uh, I don't know how full of an episode this is going to be, um, but or the length of it, I guess. So I want to kind of show and tell a couple of things that I've been in the midst of doing. Whoa, whoa. As many people know, well, I don't know if it's many. <laughs> However many people view this, that many, and you included, uh, I have a New York City-esque uh, Lego City that uh, it's behind Dave. It's all I'm trying to point to it now. It's all over here. It's it's growing. It's expanding. It's an ever ever growing thing. But I want to show a couple of things that I've done. So because he has no life. I have a life, or I'd be dead. But I don't do anything with my life. That's <laughs> the key. There's this. Okay. This was the original. I don't know how well you can see it on the video, but I'll show it to my buddy Dave. This was the original Peter Parker apartment. It was attached to the Doctor Strange house. I bought another set to make a full 3D version of that, or each building. So on the front side, it's Peter Parker's apartment with a pizzeria. This is where it gets my creation style. <laughs> on this side is that comic book shop I always wanted to make, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it virtually looks the same. But when you open oh, it, shit. again, Peter Parker's apartment, there is his full room, his, his bedroom with his little computer and what have yous. And then Aunt May and Uncle Ben have a little living room area. And then down here is Matt Murdock's lawyer office and his partner and the chick. And then there's a the little uh, comic shop down there with the Simpsons uh, comic book guy as the, nice. the owner. And there's all sorts of little trinkets inside. And when I get some printer ink, you'll have the Stan Lee picture to go with it. I think, that's, comic shop. I think that'll look pretty righteous. And uh, I think that looks awesome. It really does. It really looks cool. I think that looks pretty you get cool. You get really creative with that stuff. It's really fucking cool. And there's that. And before, I bought uh, like a Ninja Turtle Lego, and it came with this sign. And I'm like, I don't know what Chet's Toys is. <laughs> so now there's a little toy store there. And we'll just call it Chet's for now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, we'll go over here. Here's the Doctor Strange, his house. There's the front side. These are all of the kids right here from Marvel's The Runaways TV series, which... I'm a pretty big fan of that. I have two Funkos up there in my collection of Chase Stein and Alex Wilder. Um, 
that's a pretty cool show. I like that. I just finished season three. I hope they do a fourth. Probably not, but they, <laughs> I would like it. So it's Doctor Strange's house all the way around. There's no difference on the inside, though. Open it up. Doctor Strange's little office. A couple, like, just random little trinkets to make it look supernatural. The, yeah. the I'm going to say it just like this, and you can read my tone. The evil black man from the movie. Is right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good fun! <laughs> I'm gonna put this one right over. I have nothing for display, but maybe I will have one thing. And this is my very own Baxter building where the Fantastic Four nice. lives. I had nothing else to do, so I made my own little of that. And then on the back side, it is actually one room is big enough for the thing to fit in, but there's all that. Little Baxter buildings, fantastic four. Really cool. So that's in my skyline, and then this, the coup de gras. I just finished building this. And since everybody else has a home, Peter Parker has a home, Matt Murdock has a home, Doctor Strange, the goddamn Fantastic Four, even this little fucking bird is perched somewhere. The goddamn Fantastic Four. The fucking Avengers have a home. Kingpin has a home. Everyone has a home except for the homeless. Sound like Oprah. Everybody's got a home. Everybody's getting a home. <laughs> except I'm a poor white man that won't provide you this so maybe I could run for president because I'm false lies <laughs> um so here the X-Men needed a fucking home holy shit this is my version of the school Xavier school for the mentally gifted <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck today so, obviously, there's some cool X-Men-ish stuff. Oh, and it's not complete without the fucking Paralyzer himself. <laughs> and the big old badass. And the big old bladass, if you've seen Deadpool 2. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, there's there's that. There's the front. And everybody's, you know, there's a little bit of X-Men's everywhere. Get out of here. <laughs> then on the big side... Oh, wow. It's like an actual, like, classroom and shit. And, like, there's a little kitchen. You got... Uh, study, I don't know, uh, and stuff. And Beast's got his own little lab over here. I'm gonna make it bigger. I'm gonna build it out. I'm gonna buy a big green placemat and put this on it because I have the Blackbird um, X Men's jet. Yep. And I'm going to put that in behind it and make it a big display. That's really fucking cool. So that's, you know what? Sorry, bitch, but you're going off, bitch. <laughs> Sound like a Scary Terry, bitch. 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 <laughs> Oh, it's good, it's good. Come on, Groot, let go. Did you get that? Yeah. Did you get that yeah, joke? I got it. Because it was a tree. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. Wow, it got dark in here because of the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about the evil black man again? Well, Dave! 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 I like where you went there. I like where you went there. And tell me what you think of these little boogers. This was the cyborg from the mystery packs. I made it into a jacks. Oh, from sweet. Mortal Kombat, and then a Sonya Blade. Nice. And then my own version of a little Sub-Zero. Sweet. And then here, I've got a Shao Kahn, a Kano, Liu Kang, a Goro, a fucking Raiden, and a Johnny Cage. I love Mortal Kombat. I think that's like all the original guys from the first game except for Reptile. I actually did that at work because we all have to wear the masks yep. now. I walked into the break room on our first break the other day and I was playing the Mortal Kombat. Game. Yes. Yeah. I would have got down with that. I would have been like, yes, let's fight. <laughs> it doesn't look that dark on there. <laughs> 
It just looks so dark in here. It right does. Now. It does. But it these just... these cameras filter in so much light. So this is terrific. Terrific. <laughs> so as we get going here on this goddamn fucking podcast that we've decided to continue to do, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna watch. The last action hero. Last That's action awful. Hero. I cannot do a good Schwarzenegger today. <laughs> well, remember JR American appearance. Oh, oh Jesus. Good old AW. AW here. Um <laughs> The Last Action Hero was one of the most awful child actors ever. Oh my god, he's, he's horrible. Fought. He's almost as annoying as the kid from Kazam. <laughs> That's not an action movie. That's that's a bad movie. That's a bad movie. It is a bad movie. Shaquille O'Neal, you should not be in movies. You shouldn't do commercials. You shouldn't shouldn't do anything, really. You should have played basketball, and you should... <laughs> just shoot free, free uh, pointers. No. Well, uh, cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably racist right there. It might be. So we're going to watch that movie, and we're going to talk about action movies. So uh, what kind of action movies do you want to talk about, Dave? We're going to not talk about <laughs> superhero movies. I know this is the comic shop, and, you know, it's like almost... How dare you not talk? Comics, but that's a different time for a different place yep. and a different conversation. And we're going to talk about like action movies, eighties, nineties, and today's. Welcome to Kiss FM. <laughs> 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 um. So yeah, what kind of like uh, what you know? We'll just do like what we normally do. What kind of action movies hooked you into the action? It's got to be Rambo. Yeah. I remember Rambo? as a kid, I had a Rambo lunchbox. I actually got Did a picture you? of me the first the day of school. plastic or steel? Yeah, plastic. Nice. Holding the Rambo lunchbox. I, I remember seeing that. that as a kid, the fir first blood, and just seeing him, you know, pick up all those guns and just, you know, and him freaking out at the end, you know. Nothing right. is over. Nothing is over. Yep. And then, you know, the second one was even better, in my opinion. Yeah. The third one. I don't remember the second or the third. The third one, not so much when he went to Afghanistan and all that shit. Maybe um, I didn't even see that. Because, you know, they're riding horses with, you know, the Arabs and all that stuff. And it went a little too over the top at that point. He just had bigger guns and it was. Just, you know. Right. But then, you know, then you turn into Steven Seagal and, you know, Chuck Norris, guys like that. Just the 80s were just such a hotbed for the, the action movies. And, of course, Arnold. Right. You can't talk about. 80s action movies without without him. mentioning Arnold. You know, I mean, he, Conan was came out in '79. Did it really? So, come yeah, out so, he, so he started the whole thing. You really? know, Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, Van, yeah, Van Damme, and yeah, Keanu Reeves even started. I think in the '80s with like Point Break and was know, that '80s? I think so. I think that was the end of the '80s. So quote him on it, folks. And if you don't <laughs> like what he has to say, comment. <laughs> but you know, Tom Cruise with Top Gun was in the '80s. I I'll be honest. I never got into Tom Cruise till, like, I don't know, my teens. Yeah. I just, I didn't care for, when I was a kid, I didn't like Top Gun. Not that I didn't like it, I just was like, ah, it's not, I don't care, I don't want to watch that. Because yeah. for me in the 90s, kind of action, not really action, but the movies that kind of took over were the science fiction and shit yeah. like that. They were huge. But, yeah, like, action movies. I remember growing up, they were out before my time, but just growing up with them, all the Arnold movies that were out at that time. Like, all of them, minus the Running Man one. I've never seen that. Um, oh, shit. What the fuck was the one I was just thinking of? Action movie. Now I can't... I'm losing my train of thought. But like, even when you were growing up, VHS was still out. Oh, yeah. DVDs were coming in, so you had... VHS were everything till like, 2000. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, could, you could just pick and choose what movies you wanted. It was... You know, Predator. Oh, man, Predator. Predator was a really big one. But to get back to... 
Sylvester Stallone and the Rambo specifically, have you seen the newest? I know yeah. you you've seen all the yeah. Rambo. Okay. You mentioned the first three. What did you think of the fourth one? Just Rambo. I liked that one. Where they're over in Vietnam. Yeah, I thought that I thought that had a good storyline to it, and they went way over the top with the blood and guts in that one. But I yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it was extremely violent, uh, ripping the dude's throat out and yep. shit. But I like that one. I've seen. I don't remember the third one going to Afghanistan. I know I've seen the second one because I've watched it with my brothers. The first one I'll always remember just Brian Delaney or whatever. What the hell was his uh, name? Donahue. Donahue. Uh, no, no. So no, I'm gonna. I Tommy can't. Boy's dad. <laughs> Brian Dennehy. Brian Dennehy. Yep. There you go. Brian Dennehy. Yep. Him being the sheriff, hunting him down and shit like. Him, you know, falling down like the riverside and all like that waterfall and, and all then, of that. And that's the way those Vietnam veterans were treated a lot of the time too, which is unfortunate. Oh yeah. yeah. And that movie I don't know, that movie was just it was good when I saw it. But the fourth one, that one was huge to me. I think I've said on the podcast before, that one I used that for my global studies uh essay for yep. genocide. And my teacher came up to me after he graded it and shit, and he was like, I've never met anyone that's <laughs> written about Rambo for an essay and actually passed. <laughs> so, hey, it's what you know, right? Yeah. And yep. that's all I wrote about. I wrote, like, I basically wrote the screenplay <laughs> for that movie. <laughs> um, and then I just saw the newest one. What'd you think of it? It was okay. I was not a big fan of it. No, I, I mean, I wouldn't go and see it again or, you know, really care about seeing it again, but I like I felt. With Rambo 4, it made sense why you'd make a new one. You could, it, There's still that war going on, and it makes sense to be to have Rambo, the guy that's familiar with the area, be your, your tour guide, and then get caught up in it, and he's the one that saves the day. It all felt like everything fell into place. This one felt like they just said, we... Let's, we have to make one. We just have to do it. The story was way too forced. Really. Oh my god, yeah. it was awful. The fact I don't need to see when you go to see a Rambo movie, you're expecting, and there was at the end of it, it was all full blown guns ablazing Rambo. Yep. But it was not a Rambo movie. No. It felt like any other action movie, and they just tagged it Rambo. Yeah. I mean. Last Blood, whatever it was even called. Because it was just, what was it, his niece? Yeah, or something. Or like, yeah. whatever gets sold into drug trafficking and sexing or uh, sex trafficking and shit and dies. and It just felt like a, like a Liam Neeson movie could, yeah. it could have been. And that's like uh, when I was leaving. I actually went and saw it in the theater with a friend from work. And uh, as we were walking out, people were going, I can't believe she died. I was like. He needs a fucking reason to kill those guys. Of course she's going to die. Right. He's not going to go for revenge if she don't die. And I'll be 100% honest. Up until she did die, I didn't think she was going to. I just figured, all right, well, he's going to go get revenge for how they treated her. Right. But that, you know, he needs, you know, that much of a push. You I know do give I mean? it so, that, though. When she did die, because, like I just admitted, I wasn't expecting it, it took me by surprise. Yeah. And that was a nice little, like, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't totally redeem Choking it. Choking on my nuts. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it redeemed like I don't know if it redeemed, but it gave it gave new life into it yep. in that moment to make me like, okay, I'll keep watching this. Yeah. So, um, what other still? We'll talk about Stallone for a few minutes because he's kind of. No, we're not gonna go 
every action movie, right. every individual actor, so people know. All right, I got but, a question about Stallone. Okay. Do you know that he was originally tapped for Beverly Hills Cop? No, I do not know that. The whole the they wanted Eddie Murphy, and they signed the the studio signed Stallone. He wanted to rewrite it. And, Stallone did. Yep. And well, I want to I want to punch a meat. He didn't want to punch what it. He, what he wanted to do eventually became Cobra. Oh. The movie wow. Cobra. And okay. Then, so they paid him off and they brought Eddie Murphy in to do the original script. Oh, no shot. So I, th I think that's that actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a completely different movie with, with Stallone, you know. It would have been a more straight up action movie instead of having the jokes. Well, that's um, what I think. Of course, I got to go off the rails. <laughs> but just in that same breath of like what could have been. I think that constantly, not constantly, but every time I watch Shrek, I think this was such, this would be, have been such a different fucking movie if Chris Farley didn't die. Because oh, it was yeah. originally his movie. Yeah. And I've seen, um, what is it? Oh my God. Storyboards and shit like that and animations of Shrek with Chris Farley doing the voiceover. And it's so different. Yeah. I, so I could only imagine what that movie would would have been. It would have been, yeah, it would have been totally over the top and just ridiculous. Which they're remaking, or this is speaking of Shrek, real quick. <laughs> they're uh, rebooting it, but keeping the same voice actors. Why? They, they they need to come up with some original ideas. This rebooting shit is just horrible. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm surprised they haven't rebooted. You know, a lot of action movies. Speaking of those, like, yeah. I can't really think of. I mean, I can think of action I mean, movies. They I did guess. like Death Wish with Bruce Willis, and you know, right. You know. But I'm. I guess when I'm thinking action, I'm thinking like the big. Yeah. Well, like Terminator. Well, they did. They did RoboCop, and they did. They uh, did do RoboCop. They did Total Recall with Colin Farrell. I didn't see that. One. Or. No, I didn't see that. One. I feel like I didn't, but I feel like I did. Because <laughs> Brian Cranston in it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is that forgettable. Like, I know I've seen it. I just don't know it. <laughs> it's like you can't come up with any original ideas anymore. You know? But I got to say this, though. When they do come up with ideas, people shit all over them. It's true. Case in point, it is an action movie, modern-day action movie, Cowboys and Indians. Or Cowboys and Aliens. I like that movie. I, I did, too. was really good. Yeah. People shit all over it, though. It's like, oh, what a stupid idea. Why? We've seen Aliens in, in almost every... Time period since the fucking fifties. Yeah. So if that's ridiculous, then Independence Day is ridiculous. Well, you know. Well, did really. You see the second one. <laughs> did you see? Yeah, I saw the second one. Yeah. I can't believe Jeff Goldblum was in that. <laughs> Driving a school bus. He needed some money. What apartments.com wasn't paying? <laughs> I guess not. Um. Uh. Well. Uh. Yes. Um. Thank you. Uh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that was even good, but. <laughs> But here, you know, we're watching the last action hero with Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Arnold! Ah! <laughs> That's a pretty good Schwarzenegger yeah, right yeah. there, right? But he's, it's just making fun of everything he's ever done, which is just so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at this ridiculous. Like Commando, you didn't have to reload reload weapons and shit, ever. you know? And so in this, he doesn't have to reload. and um, just so good. I know I've seen the trailer for it, and I've told you about it. I forget what it's even called, but his newest one with Jackie Chan. Oh, there's an action hero, or action. Uh, yeah, I would consider the martial arts movies, you know, to be oh, the hell action yeah. genre. Do, yeah. I don't even give a shit. 
Those fucking Shanghai Night movies are so funny yeah. and action-packed. Yep. Like, Owen Wilson, I give him so much credit for the shit he did in that. Those Both those movies were great. I think my favorite Jackie Chan would have to be Rumble in the Bronx, though. I don't know what my favorite one is. I, really I mean, don't. the dubbing is horrible, but the action in that... The stunts that he can fucking do is just is ridiculous. I'm not good. And how many times he's hurt himself trying to do that shit. Yeah. That's true. I don't know if I can specifically think of a favorite Jackie Chan movie. I definitely know it's not The Medallion. That movie was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I would think it's probably Shanghai uh, Noon, the yeah. first one. I think that movie was so fucking good. Yep. So yeah. good. Yeah. Um, Sylvester Stallone, though, with the Expendables. Yeah. The Expendables, because we can kind of branch yeah. off with a bunch of those guys. Um, I can't believe that they never did anything like that sooner. Yeah. With those guys. Um, and for anybody that's never seen any of the Expendable movies, there's three of them. Pull them out right now because I won't remember every single person that's in. <laughs> You've gotten the very first Expendables movie, which I think is a pretty good one. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, who I think wrote it and directed it. I know he directed it. Which he does most of his stuff. Most of it. That's why there may or may not be a fourth one. <laughs> uh, but you got Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Jet Li, yep. Dolph Lundgren. That guy's pretty big from the 80s, yeah, right? He-Man himself. He-Man, The Punisher, uh, Drago from fucking Rocky III. Yep. He's had a resurgence the past few years, too, doing a lot of... I feel like he never stuff. really fell off. He just... If you... He if never he wasn't on your radar, yeah. then you didn't know him. Yeah. But, I mean, even Jesus... He did, they reference him all the time in uh, the show Workaholics. Yeah. And then he even did an appearance in that show. So not only from the people that grew up with him in the 80s and the 90s, like myself and you, there's now the group of individuals that may not watch action movies that get the Dolph Lundgren yeah. jokes and then see the dude and be like, oh, fuck, let's check him out. Him, him and Van Damme and Universal Soldier. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just a badass. And I thought it was cool in this movie that he kind of teetered on being a bad guy slash good guy. Because yep. it's like, when I first saw him in this, I'm like, he's always a bad guy. It's weird to see him as a good guy. And they played with that, which I thought was pretty dope. Um, Randy Couture, yep. which, not an action movie guy, but uh, MMA legend. The Natural. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, hell oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> he said the N-word in Longest Yard. <laughs> he called Nelly. And I think he liked it. I I know he did. <laughs> you can see it in his eyes. Um, one of my absolute favorites, I adore Mickey Rourke. I love the dude. He didn't do much in the movie, which was a disappointment. He didn't do anything in the, the movie. The first time I ever saw him was in Double Team with Van Damme and, and Dennis Rodman. That's the first time I ever saw I Mickey remember Rourke. him being in that. Yeah, he was the villain in he that. He was the bad guy, wasn't he? Yep. First movie, well, it wasn't the first movie I ever saw him in, but one of my favorite movies with him in it is Harley Davidson, Marlboro Man. Yeah. I absolutely love that movie. And name the wrestler that's in it. Oh, Two shit. of them. Two of them. Is Terry Funk in that one? Terry Funk is one of them. He's one of the bad guy henchmen. Oh, shit. And then one of Harley Davidson and Marble Man's uh, friend. Fuck, I can't think of the other one. Big John Stud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big John <laughs> Stud, yeah. Yep. I love Terry it. Funk was in a lot of He was, he was a, a stuntman in a lot of action movies. He really was. Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. He was so good in I'm Roadhouse. trying to think of the line. I just saw it like, a couple of weeks ago when he was in it. 
He's been in a couple Stallone movies. I know that. I think he was in Over the Top. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. That's the one, yes. Yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. Because he was another, like, uh, henchman guy. Yep. In that. Um, but pretty awesome movie. Uh, it definitely asks for more when you finish it. Yep. You're like, oh man, I wonder who they're going to bring in for the next installment. And who do they bring in? <laughs> I, I think this is, this is personally one of my, I think this is my favorite one. Uh, cause you got all the originals. I'm not going to name them all off again, but this time, oh, I forgot Terry Crews. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't know how he made the cut <laughs> only because of his credentials. Like, right. And Bruce Willis is in this. I forgot Bruce Willis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, they have a cool moment, right? Where they're in the church. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis, three of the hugest action stars of all time, finally in one movie together for the first time. And there's there's a cool like uh, discussion of who's going to get hired on for the job. Sylvester Stallone's team takes it. It is this one, right? I think so, yeah. It's been so long since I've watched it. I do think it is this one. Um, and... So, or, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger says to Bruce Willis, let my friend take it. He likes playing in the jungles. Yeah, because in the second one, they have more they, of a Right, role. they yep. team up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is a direct reference to Rambo. Yep. And then Schwarzenegger walks away all pissed off, and Bruce Willis says, what's his problem? And Stallone replies, he's pissed because he can't become president. <laughs> and then Schwarzenegger, I think, throws up a middle finger like that as he's walking out. It's pretty cool meta jokes. I like that shit. <laughs> Because it carries on in the third one, which I think is the best joke in, of all time in the movie. Like, I'm <laughs> spitting nuts everywhere. Don't say anything, Dave. <laughs> You're saying it all yourself. <laughs> um, number two, which I think is the best one. Liam Hemsworth makes, like, his action debut in it. Yep. Chris Hemsworth's brother, who's Thor. Um, like you said, Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis have a way bigger role in this one. Uh, especially Schwarzenegger. He's, like, really, he's in yeah. it quite a bit at the end. Chuck motherfucking delta farce god damn walker texas ranger himself norris is in it which is pretty awesome they make another meta joke in this saying why aren't you ever with anybody and he says because i'm a lone wolf and if you've ever seen his action movies he is the yeah. lone wolf in all of them and then the villain which i was awesome jean-claude van damme jean-claude van damme and he was so cool in this he fucking kicks that knife right into that motherfucker's chest, killing him dead. How kickboxer blood sport is that, man? That's so badass. He was really good as a villain. I, the vibe he gave off. Oh, he amazing. gives off that sinister European, like, fucking villain. Yeah. That, a James Bond villain. Yeah, he does. Yeah, that really is a Bond villain. Yeah. Um, Another great action movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme is Street Fighter. Oh, I love Street Fighter. That gets panned so much, and I don't get it. It's such it, a great movie. It is bad for what you expect. It's like right. Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah. It's You don't hold it up there saying, this and the Avengers Endgame are like, <laughs> these are the two movies. If you don't see them before you die, you're going to be yep. pissed, right? But you also don't say, don't see them. Yeah, but if I'm looking through my shelf and I'm like, I haven't seen Street Fighter in a while. I, want I love something Street good Fighter to watch. myself. I don't own it. I wish I did. Um... It's a great movie. Yep. It's a, it's a fun And fun Ra movie. Raul Julia in it as Bison. As Bison, hell yeah. I never would have picked him as Bison, but the performance that he gives is just fucking tremendous. And he did that role for, I believe I've read for his, uh, his son. His son wanted him to do that. So that's why he did it. That's Which cool. I think is very cool because 
he was not of best health. No. Uh, so it's very cool that. And he did if you that. watch it, you can tell like he's struggling. Yes. You know? Um. I and I just that's just a testament to who he was as a human being. Yeah. Because Adam's Family movies. Yeah. Are fan Gomez, Yeah. Fantastic. Um. A story of him, uh, Chris. Uh, I think maybe, maybe I've said this before, but Christopher Lloyd, when uh, Mark and I went and saw him at Proctor's. He was telling us telling us a story story about Raul Julio or however you say his last name, <laughs> and he had not a fake eye, but he had a disorder where his eye would like pop out of the socket. Yeah. And he said they were all sit not all, but I don't know who they, who they are even, but him and a couple others, and they were sitting there at a dinner, and he noticed Christopher Lloyd noticed that Raul's like holding his fucking head, like what's wrong. And he, eyes popped out of socket i sneezed and it yeah popped out and it's just a random story that he told us that i can like tell second hand because it's true um and it adds to our conversation yeah. of that guy <laughs> but just random little stuff like that uh, i think is kind of neat but yeah. um yeah expendables 2 is just a typical story though bad guy wants to take over and good guys want to stop him i don't remember who else is in there who is I think that's about it. I don't think there's any special appearances. And then the third one. Third one just jammed 85 pounds of shit into a two-pound bag. <laughs> it, it, it filled this fucker to the brim that you couldn't flush it away quick yep. enough. There are all the original people that come in and then a bunch of new fucking tools. I don't <laughs> like like any of the young... Yeah. Like uh, Any of the MMA guys, I don't like them. I definitely don't like fucking this twat. Oh, Ronda Rousey, yeah. Um, this is a bittersweet one because I like this one a lot because Mel Gibson is in it. And amazing. He is amazing. He is the villain. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is in this one. Bad the fuck ass. Yep. Um, his thing is knives. Wink, wink, blade. <laughs> um, but I think the bet... Oh, yeah, you got Kelsey Grammer in this yeah. one. Yep. Um, Antonio Banderas is... And I liked his character where he was just the, the frenetic, you know, just can't stop talking. Wacky, and, yep. Yeah. Um, and then Harrison Ford, which is my man crush. <laughs> so, and he's Indiana Jones and Han Solo. If anybody's got a problem with that, suck a fat dick. That's all I got to say. But um, Wesley Snipes has a really great joke in this. When they break him out of prison, they say, what are you in there for? And he says, tax evasion. Yep. If you don't, if you can't laugh at yourself. Who the fuck can you laugh at? <laughs> I don't care about any of the horror stories I ever heard about Wesley Snipes in Blade. Not the first Blade or even the second one, but making Blade 3. It all gets washed away because of that joke. If he can laugh at himself in a movie about going to prison for evading taxes like right. he did, I love the man. And if you're you're reading the script for Blade 3 and you're just, you know, you go into it in a bad mood, you know. I and I gotta say, so. David S. Goyer, I shit on you. During one of these last podcasts, I'm going to shit on you again. You're a piece of <laughs> shit. And if if Wesley Snipes wanted to rewrite the script and direct that third fucking movie, you should have just said, yes, sir. Because I get it. You wrote the first script for the first movie and even the second one. You didn't direct the first or the second. So things got changed. But without Wesley Snipes being that character and people loving that character so much to give you a third movie, you should have just said, hey, let the motherfucker get high all day long in his trailer. If he wants to be called Blade, 
Colin fucking Blade. If he wants to come over here and choke me out because I'm being an idiot, let him choke me out. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know. I watched Demolition Man recently, which is another oh, fucking... That's in my top five. That's my favorite Stallone. No, it's not. It's definitely one of my top three favorite Stallone movies. I love Demolition Man. Simon Phoenix. Wesley Snipes. I mean, it, anybody that's a Batman fan... Go and watch this movie and tell me the dynamic in the very beginning of that movie when they're in Los Angeles, 96, and it's the future. Uh, tell me that that's not Batman and Joker. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, and not just because his hair's fucking like a blonde and it's goofy looking and he's all geeked up. And the dynamic literally is Sylvester Stallone, I'm, the, I'm, I'm here to stop you. And then Simon Phoenix, <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody. It's... Yep. Beautiful. That, that dynamic is totally Batman and Joker. And without a doubt. That movie I could go on forever with that movie. Like that is in one in one of my top five action movies of all time. I I love that movie. I, I love it. I love that movie. Absolutely. And that's another one that kind of makes fun of the genre, but it's it's so good. It is. It's just I mean, we're gonna talk about Stallone again. <laughs> uh Judge Dredd. Yep. I mean, how do you not appreciate movies like that at the time like that? And even now, yeah. that big fucking robot dude with Armand Asani or whatever yep. the fuck his name was. I Rob Schneider's in both of those movies. Yep. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I, any, any wisecracking motherfucking sidekick character in any action movie to the, to the big dog has to pay homage to, to Rob Schneider because he was like that character. That little weasel. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. He really was. like So Kevin Hart, <laughs> you and The Rock, I've seen it before. <laughs> Judge Dredd. I've seen it better. I saw it better, baby. <laughs> What'd you think of the remake of Dredd? I loved it. I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was, was great. It was too, yep. It was its own thing. Yep. It, it still played to the beat of what Judge Dredd is, which is just, you know, the, the law enforcement... Could be corrupt, couldn't be corrupt. You got, you could do either one. Yep. And then you just have an expansive universe that you can just touch upon and do anything you want with. With no, I mean, I know there's a comic book and shit, but it's not. And I don't mean this in any disrespect, but it's not world renowned. Yeah. Like if you change Judge Dredd to black, I don't think most people are going to give a shit. Yep. Your diehard fans will, and of course I respect that. But you, we, we as comic book fans, we got to learn how to let shit go, though. Because some of this shit's getting crazy. But if you went and changed Peter Parker black, that would piss me off because you have a black Spider-Man named Miles Morales. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Judge Dredd, I, I thought not having it be about a former judge that got fucked over and he's back for revenge. Um, and then the original Judge Dredd getting... Well, I don't want to say original, but the Stallone... Dread in that movie, getting like framed for shit, and I love that because yeah. that's great. But in this one, it's all about well, we got to infiltrate this basically apartment complex and stop Mama from whatever the fuck it is she's doing. <laughs> Wasn't that her name, Mama? Yeah, her mom, yeah. something like that. Yep. I don't even know what her plan was. I just remember shit like that just fucked with me mentally because it's like that would suck skinning those people. And throwing them over the railing alive while on that slow-mo drug. So where it felt like days yeah, were going, yeah. or hours, whatever the time lapse was, till you're falling to your death. Fuck that. <laughs> the only time a drug like that would be good is when you're fucking. 
or right before you go to work. <laughs> because then it seems like it's taken that much longer to get there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I liked that movie quite a bit. Yep. I can't think really think of too many other stolen. I mean, the Rocky ones. There's so many stolen yeah. ones too. I mean, uh, Copland. Yep. I love Copland. I know you're probably not a big fan of it, only because of Michael Rapaport being in it. I love. <laughs> I him. hate his voice. I, I really do. Him. If I could get that motherfucker on this podcast, <laughs> he doesn't seem like he's that hard to reach. He could be your co-host that day. Oh my I'd god, I would. In the throat. <laughs> I would go fucking ape shit. <laughs> Let me fucking tell you, Dave. Oh, my God. I fucking, he's fucking kid. I can't do an accent like his because he is so Long Island or oh, whatever dude, yeah. it is. Yeah. He is just in, in the, nasally. The, yeah, the, his voice just, it, you know, ugh. Dave, I'll fucking tell you. I can't do it. I sound like a Jew. <laughs> I love him. I love Michael Rapaport. I'll watch every fucking YouTube video he does. I'll watch him every single time he's on Howard Stern's fantasy football i'll watch him all day long i love it uh but yeah there's a bunch of stallone movies uh i see you or now i see you which is a movie with him and christopher christopherson who was in blade that kind of ties back in um bullet to the head jason Momoa, like i think his first movie let's think of some others <laughs> hmm oh This is my favorite Stallone movie. Oh, Tango and Cash. Yeah, Tango and Cash. This is my favorite Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, I absolutely adore this movie. When when, uh, when I would watch this with my buddy Todd, he was Toddy Tango and I was Johnny Cash. And like that was just our nicknames for the longest time. Because he, he'd never seen this movie. And I told him, I was like, you got to watch it. It's so over the top. It's such... It's that 80s cliche yeah. action movie. Yep. I mean... They call Sylvester Stallone Rambo in the movie. <laughs> like in the very beginning, he stops a car or a truck chase. Whoa, what are you doing? This is just an oil truck. And all the cocaine starts pouring out. What are you, some kind of fucking Rambo? <laughs> I love it, man. I love yeah. it. I love that shit. Um, and Kurt Russell. Is just the bomb diggity dom. <laughs> he is just so. Kurt Russell's the fucking man. All you gotta do is watch Big Trouble in Little China and you can realize that shit. Did I grab that one? <laughs> oh, I left it over there. <laughs> That's my favorite Kurt Russell movie. This is my favorite Stallone movie, but Big Trouble in Little China is my absolute favorite Kurt Russell movie. I love that fucking ridiculous stupidness. <laughs> that movie is so dumb. It's so dumb, but it's so good because you know what? It's better than Eddie Murphy's Golden Child. Oh, yeah. Which I thought, when I saw that as a kid, I thought, like, oh, man, Eddie Murphy in, like, a cool Supernatural movie? I bet this is dope. I bet <laughs> this so is much. nope. Bad, <laughs> bad movie. But, yeah, Tango and Cash is an awesome cop movie. Two uh, parallel universes, straight-laced cop and the fucking unshoed or untied-shoed other version of the cop. They have to come together. and Which is pretty much Lethal Weapon. It's pretty much Same any thing. cop movie ever, yeah, yep. except for Bad Boys. You, you've got to have the dichotomy, yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, ba I think Bad Boys is like the only cop movie where there's like basically two of the same cut kind of people. Right. I mean, Martin Lawrence is more the family man, but but he's when they're out in the field, they're the same. Yep. They're reckless. Yep. Did where, you see? Did you see the newest one? I did not. I'm gonna wait. I didn't go to see it in theaters, but I 
think it's out on it digital. It is, yeah. It came out on Tuesday. It came out on DVD oh, it's on, on Tuesday. Tuesday. I'll watch it then this weekend. Yeah. Because I will see it. Um, those are those are modern day action movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Michael Bay's. Uh, did he direct this one or no? I don't think so. Did he? He did them right. Were they his? He did. I know he did the first one. I think he did the second one. Um, I'll tell you what. One. I won't sugarcoat it. I. I jacked off a lot to that first movie because uh, Tia Leone <laughs> is sexier than all these women right here running out in their little spanks and shit. She is so fucking she hot is. in that movie. Oh, my Lord. Ugh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. There's Bud. Fuck Stallone. We're done with him. Uh, I don't know. What other action movies you got on that list? Um, a modern one, 300. I didn't care for that. You didn't like 300? Really? No. Wow. I thought it was too, too many, like, montages and too many hyped up fights that didn't happen, or they did, but they were very quick. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't like it. I mean, I'll tell you why. I don't, I, well, that's why I didn't like it. But, I don't like 90% of Zack Snyder's movies. No. Uh-uh. I don't. I think he sucks. Oh, look at you see who it was? It was Robert Patrick, the motherfucker from Terminator 2 as a cop, and it was him walking off the set of Terminator That's 2 so cool. as a cop. That shit's awesome. Um, and just all the different elements with futuristic people and just thugs. and I love it. It's such a good movie. My name is Arnold. <laughs> I am from Austria. I am pissed off because I could not be president, but I was the best governor of California. That you'd ever saw. And I did not cheat on John Kennedy's sister. Well, since we're watching a 90s movie, what about like Face Off and Con Air, the Mummy movies? I love the Mummy movies. Yeah. The first two Mummies are awesome. I love Mummy. <laughs> I didn't like the third one so much. No, it was alright. Con Air is awesome. That introduced me to John Malkovich, yeah. who I think is one of the most sinister villains when he gets the chance to be. Oh yeah, which is so radical. Like, I would have, I would have petitioned this if petitions ever meant anything back in the day. Um, when they did, sp obviously, I can't keep comic books out of any conversation. <laughs> so here we fucking go. Um, speaking of John Malkovich, though, he is in. Jonah Hex, yep. which is a pretty cool comic book action movie. I won't go into it, but I, I liked it. He's a bad guy in that. Um, but when Spider-Man Homecoming came out, I screamed to the universe for anyone to listen for Michael Keaton to be the vulture. Mm -hmm. I, and when I got casted for that, I, it blew my mind. Kind of like, that's the greatest thing ever. I'm so glad that happened. I and if, I think if, I think I've had this conversation with Marcadius. Another actor I think would have been a great version of Vulture would have been John Malkovich. Yeah. Or Malkovich, however you say his last name. Because he just, he looks like the comic book version. Like, he looks like him. He's a bad guy. He could do it. And Sam Raimi has come out and said, or I think it was even, he showed a script where he wanted Malkovich yeah. to be the Vulture in the fourth movie. It's like, oh, that would have been cool to get that. Like, yeah. I think that would have been that awesome because he, he is a great, in Con Air, he was so good. Oh, yeah. He was so good in that. And Nicolas Cage, action star himself, uh, The Rock. The Rock is just, oh, 
That's probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie of all time. And like, to see Sean Connery, you know, in that kind of role was just, it was mm-hmm. so good. Yep. The 90s, I mean, I love the 80s movies, but some of the early to mid-90s action movies were just so fucking good. Oh, yeah, The Stuff Rock like was the Rock. so good. But even, like, Seagal's, you know, Steven Seagal's, like, Out for Justice and Under Siege. and I never got huge law. into him. My brother was really big. I always thought the other guys were just, they did it better. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, I don't, not taking anything away from him as a martial artist and anything, like, I had top notch, but I just thought, like, Hard to Kill was my favorite. Yeah. But, because I just thought the story was great, but that's the thing, I didn't think the stories in his movies, maybe if I went back and watched them now, I would think differently, but I just didn't think they were as compelling as... I don't even know, like Predator, like, and not just because yeah. it's sci-fi action, but it was just, look at all these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like watching wrestling. Yeah. If you're flicking through the channel and you don't know what any sport is and you skim through and you see baseball and you just see guys standing there with, you know, just average dudes. And then you flick through and you see pro wrestling, you see Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant. Which one do you, without you already being biased, which one do you think would just catch your eye per chance? Oh, the Hogan, without a doubt. Right, because it's colorful, yeah. it's big, it's magnetized, it's in your face, it's... Yeah. And I felt like all of those other action movies were that. And Steven Seagal, to his credibility, because he he is very uh, realistic yeah. in his movie. Like, you're not going to see a commando. It's kind of like the, the Liam Neeson taken kind yeah. of, you know, genre, you know. Right. It's more more ground-based yep. action, which I appreciate the fuck out of. But, unfortunately, as a kid, you gravitate to what, hey, the shiny keys oh, are yeah. over here. Yeah. And that yep. sucked me. The, like, these guys. Uh, again, Predator. Terminator. Like, I don't even think it was Schwarzenegger from Terminator 2 that hooked me. It was definitely Robert Patrick. From seeing him just get blown away and then the liquid metal, yep. it was like, what is that? That this? was such a, a mind blowing concept. That whole ugh. badass movies to yep. this day. Yep. To this day, it's badass as fuck. And then they come out, you know, in the Terminator movies, they've had a very long life. I think that it's time for them to die after seeing the newest one. It just because <laughs> you rewrote it to fit an agenda. Yep. You rewrote totally. So to me, either reboot it. With that agenda and say anything else before this never even happened. Say John Connor never even happened. And at that point, just reboot it. Because, uh But you don't need to milk that franchise anymore. No. And if you want to do something different with it, do something different with it. Because I'm all for rebooting anything. Or if you're going to go like a side story, you know, something right. like that that doesn't involve the main, you know. Because you can still go in that universe without mm-hmm. having it be part of the main story. Right. Like... Yeah, exactly. They, they, they could come up with something. Jesus Christ, they get paid millions of dollars to think. Yep. Or be like Rogue One that tied into the original, but Well, that's what I'm thinking. What I mean. Like, have... While number two is going on, what else is going on? Were there, were there other... With other shit set back in time, maybe? Like, retcon shit. Yeah. You're, I mean, you already did that. Why not continue to do it? Yep. I don't know. Look at this, a movie store. <laughs> Speaking of Terminator, but with Sylvester, there you go. Reboot it and do that. Yeah. Do that. It is pretty sweet. This this movie's awesome. Just making fun of everything. and The meta jokes are the best. Look at that blonde babe. <laughs> ah, 
Another another Arnold movie with so much action was Turbo Man. Turbo Man was the best. My son wanted it, so I became him! <laughs> I don't know if that's how he really is in real life, but that's how I imagine Schwarzenegger comes. Look at his arms. His arms are so big. Look at the triceps. They go up to his neck and his back. His back! His back is so huge! <laughs> it's just a progressive. Uh, um, well, we got to talk about Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, we can talk okay. about Harrison Ford and all his good shit, except for Six Days, Seven Nights. <laughs> but I mean, those those Indiana Jones movies were perfect. Every every, I mean, you can say what you want about King of the Crystal Skull, but I Who like says that shit too. about it. A lot of people do. You are you in there? Where are you, you internet <laughs> little fox? Don't talk shit about Indiana Jones 5. Give me one good goddamn reason. Anyone out there, including you, if you can come up with something just to defuse this. Why is that movie bad? What what makes it be like, oh, God, that Why? Because, and, and then and that was like, they're aliens. They're not fucking aliens. They're interdimensional beings. And it ties into the Aztecs, which ties perfectly why? into the story of the Aztecs. Why wouldn't any of that make sense, though? Yeah, if we're looking at Indiana Jones as a whole, <laughs> as a big picture, what are those movies down to the bone? They are time period pieces. Are they not? They are. The first one takes place during the 40s. Well, I would think that has something to do with why I had to deal with World War fucking two and Hitler and all that shit. Or actually, before that, actually. I think it was a couple years before that. Because the third one was World War II. Because he, he met Hitler. Yep. Second one, uh, I'm not really sure where that takes place. It takes place in, like, pretty sure India. Yeah, it's in India. Right? It's in India, but I don't know what the time is. They eat hearts and kids get murdered. And I'm not really sure about that one. That one's up for debate. We'll talk about that at a later time. But the third, or the fourth one, takes place in the 50s. What happened in the 50s? Roswell, yeah. Why wouldn't aliens make sense in a time period like that? Who gives a fuck if they're not aliens, even? Okay, so they took the idea, the the legend of the alien, and they just changed it. Who gives a fuck? But all the theory has always been, like, the Egyptians and the Aztecs got their technology from fucking aliens, so it makes total sense if you really dive into it. You know? Yeah, I don't... I think people, like, they just wanted a reason to not like that movie. Well, here's, you know. here's a reason not to like it. I mean, <laughs> if you want any. I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, here's a, here's a, if you don't want to like the movie, here's a good reason. When Shia LaBeouf is swinging through the trees like a monkey. Yeah. That is pretty stupid. Yeah. That, that's pretty dumb. Um, I hear people have bitched because, well, when the nuke went off, he was inside a refrigerator. Okay, which point? Well, it blew away and he fell out of it and didn't die. Well, in Raiders okay. of the Lost Ark, all they had to do was close their fucking eyes when the Ark was opened up, so... You tell me. Well. You tell me what's stupid. Because I think it's you. I think it's fucking you. <laughs> I love Indiana Jones. I'm never going to say anything bad about it, no matter what, unless it's a woman. <laughs> if they change it to a female... That would fucking, be horrible. I will, I will find you, Spielberg. <laughs> Fuck your E.T. bullshit. Fuck your stupid... Third encounters from a third from kinds. I don't know what it's called. 
Encounters from the third kind. <laughs> um, fuck anything else you've ever done at that point. <laughs> fuck, uh, fuck Jurassic Park, too, at that oh, point. Whoa, yeah! whoa! That's heresy, Ooh. sir. Did you just break your chair? <laughs> I just, uh... I, uh... I, uh... I went off the rails. <laughs> but yeah, I'll say fuck Jurassic Park if you change it to a woman. Oh, all right, all right. Jurassic Park. He's gonna say, "Fuck Jurassic Park." No, no. I, I love Jurassic Life Park. Life finds a way. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, if you're homeless, uh, apartments.com. Uh, life will uh, find a way. Uh, I don't know. I gotta fix my chair. The fucking fat beluga bitch whale sat in it and broke it. Big old lumpy bastard that I am. All right, back to it. What, who else do we got for action heroes? Um, hmm. Wow. I mean, you mentioned Chuck Norris. Yep. I mean, what did you... Speaking of The Rock, what did you think of the G.I. Joe movies? Well, seeing how he was only in one of them. I didn't like the first one, to be honest. I thought, if you're going to go cartoony and campy with this, keep it accurate then. Yeah. Don't make up your own bullshit. Um, I honestly thought when I saw the trailer, I didn't know it was Channing Tatum and the Wayne's guy, Marlon, or whatever, which one it is, in those, uh, like, enhanced suits. Yeah. So in the trailer, I was like, oh my god, bats. They're bats. Because, <laughs> like, that, I don't know what the bats stand for, but they were Cobra's, uh, sentient droids. They're yep. soldiers, and I, they were, like, bad, they were like the super droids, or they were like the super battle droids in Star Wars. If you know what I'm talking about, they had the regular battle droids, Roger, Roger, and then they had the big blue ones. Bam! Get the fuck out of my way! Bam, 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 bam. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that guy. That's what the bats were. They were your heavies. Yep. And I thought that when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, so fucking cool. Like, I wonder what else is going to be in this. And then when I saw the movie, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this garbage? You got, you got Cobra Commander wearing... A fucking waterproof jock strap on his face. Um, you had the guy that I thought was gonna be Cobra Commander actually be Death or um, the fuck is his name? Was it Destro. Destro. Yeah. Um, the guy that I didn't know was Cobra Commander was Cobra Commander. You had Doctor Mindbender in there, but only for like. A second, which it's like, what the fuck? He's Cobra's goddamn scientist. He makes this shit. How do you only have a minute for a... Um, the Baroness, she was like the main fucking chick, which I thought sucked. Because you had no backstory of why. They just threw it at you. Um, I thought the G.I. Joe sucked. I was like, really? You, you, can't, you can't give me Scarlet? You can't give me... A, Duke was okay. You can't give me like a shipwreck? You can't give me, like, a Justin Case. Yeah, there definitely wasn't enough diversity of the characters. No, that, like... Because yeah. it's supposed to be all branches of the government. So yeah, Shipwreck I just... would have, you know... I just didn't like, like that. Um, I thought it was just poop. <laughs> and then the second one I liked. Because they got rid of all that poop. <laughs> um, again, they gave me G.I. Joe's. I think... Lady Red? Was that her? I, can't, I don't remember if they were actual G.I. Joe characters or not. I know Heavy Duty was in the first one. I'll, I'll try to say his name. 
Abujual Ujulal. Right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I said it right, did I? Abujual Ujulal. Pretty sure that's how you say it. Um, so that was kind of, he was. I mean, he was a heavy duty. Was an original GI Joe character. But the second one I just thought was better as action. Uh, I love Ray Stevens in it as fucking Firefly. Yep. Thought that was cool. I wish they would have included Sergeant Slaughter in something, just even a cameo. Because he was a big part of that franchise in the cartoon. Right, even in the first one, you could have had him... Because Brendan Fraser's in the first yep. one, riding on a four-wheeler. Like He's not even credited in the movie. You could have had Sergeant Slaughter be one of those types of characters yep. that's just an older G.I. Joe. Yep. Like, yeah, that would have been cool. Um... I mean, they did Snake Eyes really well in the yeah. first, both of them. Storm Shadow was pretty badass. I was pissed that they killed him in the first. Then they brought him back in the second. <laughs> yep. I think they realized they fucked that up, so they needed to. Um, like I said, Firefly was sweet. Storm Shadow was cool. They had Zartan, but they fucked him over from yeah. the, like, hard. Yep. Because he, do, he does the face changing shit a little bit in the first one, but then he gets stuck as the president, which is like, what the fuck he, is he this? He should have went from character to character the whole time. Exactly. Uh, both of the twins that work with Zartan should have been in this. I don't remember yeah. their names. Uh, we'll call them Nilly and Vanilli for now. <laughs> they should have been in it. Um, who else? Was there any other G.I. Joe's? I mean, Bruce Willis was in, in the second one. He was yeah. kind of cool. And he was like the original Joe, which wouldn't he have been Duke? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just fucking saying. I like my G.I. Joe, goddammit. And I'm just saying. But if you're gonna make it campy and shit, do it accurately yeah. and make it really cartoony yep. and ridiculous. They should have been screaming Cobra and shit. Yeah. Right. Totally. I love Cobra Commander in the second one. Yeah. Oh, accurate as yep. a motherfucker. Yeah. Yep. Ah, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Ah, why would my voice sound like this? Like, that, that was, if you're going for an origin story, the way you did it was not accurate at all. I don't like it at all. Yep. Um, I don't even remember how the second one ended. Did it end with, like, a setup for a third? I think it did. But I, I think it ended with, like, them getting their medals at the end of yeah! it. Yeah! <laughs> now, you could, you could figure that voice is it from G.I. Joe or is it from He-Man because <laughs> we'll do a comparison we'll do Skeletor and we'll do Cobra Commander here's Cobra Commander G.I. Joe's and here's Cobra or er, uh, Skeletor He-Man <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell yeah it is um we haven't really talked about Jason Statham that much though he's done a lot he is one of the most modern day Action stars yep. would be uh, would be Jason Statham without a doubt. I mean the Transporter movies, um, Crank, Crank. I I think I saw the second one. I don't think I saw any First other one. First one's good. But this guy right here, this Mexican henchman, he's in a lot of older yeah uh, action movies as like one of those henchman guys. He was in Jurassic World. But uh, Jason Statham, yeah, I, you know, I named off the Expendable movies. He's obviously he's. Found new life with the Fast and Furious franchise. Did you see? Hobbs and Shaw was good. Covenant and Hobbs. Yeah, I yeah, didn't see that. I liked it. I thought it was good. I won't see it. <laughs> I don't like. The, I know you don't like the those at all. I don't like that franchise. One, and of course John Cena's in the, the newest one that they're filming. He's 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 playing a villain, which I think is kind of funny. But I might see it because of that, honestly. Yeah. Why not? He's playing Dominic Toretto's brother, Vin Diesel's brother. I want to see it. Look at Scott Steiner from the fucking <laughs> Oh Steiner my god, Brothers that right is. There. Did you see that shit? Yep. 
And we got Cleveland from Family Guy I in the background. I saw Cleveland. I was trying to think who that is. Cleveland. Look at Scott. That's him, dude. That's Scotty Steiner trying to figure out math right there. I know if I take numbers and put them together, I can do a shitty promo. And then fucking Dan Severn. Dude. What is going on? I love it. And the villain's Nick Bockwinkle. Yes. <laughs> With a beard. <laughs> oh, I got fucking salty nut stuff in my face. Don't say anything, Dave. It's Nick Bonkwinkle with a beard. I love totally. it. <laughs> He's actually uh, the father in uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, I think his name is Brendan Targaryen. I don't know what the fuck his name is. <laughs> Something Targaryen. Um, what were we just talking about? Statham? Yeah. What other movies is he in? I don't I can't really think about them. He did one with uh, Jennifer Lopez. I haven't seen, but he's done some kind of off. Killer you know, like, Elite, yeah, was pretty good. That had him. A lot of his Clive stuff Owen. has gone to, gone to DVD. So. Yeah, Robert De Niro. I, I did like Killer Elite. Uh, but I think the tra the first Transporter, the scene where he dumps the oil on the ground and puts the the bike pedals on his feet. That's one of the best action scenes yeah. I've you know. Yeah, he's pretty badass. And his stuff oh. is grounded, but it's action packed. You know. I know what one we're forgetting. <laughs> I know what one we're forgetting, dude. The one. Oh, yeah, yeah, The one with yeah. Jet Li, yeah. man. Jet Li and Jason Statham's first ever movie and not their last movie together. Let me tell you, I think they did like five fucking movies together. Um, War. Yep. Bury Me in My Grave or something. All Three Expendables. That movie. Like six fucking movies. Yeah. So, yeah, the one, though, that's a badass motherfucking really movie. Yep. And then the end of it, when they're all on that fucking, <laughs> the top, like, the pyramid, and they're all fighting. <laughs> that's cool shit. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. Um, what else you got? Modern day action movie. It's and pretty action-packed, yeah. honestly. And to watch, yeah. That was um, I know I, she is so hot in this movie. Uh, that was Sonya Blade. From the first Mortal Kombat movie, and Veronica Vaughn from Billy Madison. Veronica Vaughn, and uh, the chick from other movies that she's in that we don't. She she kind of disappeared. She did a few and then she was gone. Yep. Um, but yeah, End of Watch is pretty good. It's a tearjerker if you like that kind of shit. <laughs> it definitely has its action moments. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena. It's a good movie. Oh, the John Wick movies. Oh. Let's talk about Keanu Reeves for a few minutes. So, like you said, Keanu Reeves, Point Break, early yep. one of his earliest ones. Speed, Speed. That's Speed, a good one. You know, pop quiz, Hot Shot. That's fucking um, great. Even the second, I like the second one with Willem Dafoe when they're on the cruise ship. On the ship. I, I like that one. Um, who was the bad guy in the first? Hopper. Yeah. Yep. Dennis Hopper. Yep. God, he was great. I don't give a fuck any movie he was in. Land of the Dead uh, was good with him in it and Liguizamo <laughs> because it was the first fucking time they've been in a movie together since Mario, which was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> we should do a we should do a watch along review of that. Yeah, I think that would be a good one because I I think that movie's great for what it is, and I think we would have a lot of fun. Yeah, Bullshit I'd like to one. do one with uh, Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think that oh, would yeah. be a good a good like. Get, you know, yeah, just do those two like back to back on the same, you know, 
broadcast, maybe? Oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I watched the Dolph Lundgren, He-Man. Uh, well, actually, no, in that breath, I'd want to do, like, a, a Dolph Lundgren back-to-back. Yeah. Do that. The Punisher. And then watch The Punisher or something? Yeah. yeah I would. I would absolutely I like watch that. that. That's a good idea. Um... But who, who? Oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Uh, my first—I don't know what Bill and Ted definitely yeah. was the first time I saw him in anything. But claim to fame was definitely The Matrix. Oh yeah, and that's a pretty action-packed movie too. I was not into those movies at all yeah. when I was a kid. Like I just saw all three of. I've seen the first one, and I never just never saw the second, third. I heard the second one was the best out of all of them. I have to agree with that. Um. But that opinion doesn't hold high because I don't have a high opinion of them. <laughs> uh, not knocking anybody that likes them, good for you. Just not my my cup. Of, I own them because I can appreciate movies and shit, but it's not my thing. Uh, Keanu Reeves has been in a bunch of other action movies. What, what other one? I wanted to say Last Samurai, but that was fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, 47 Ronin or whatever. Oh, yeah, that is the, that's the one I was thinking yeah. of. 47 Ronin. I own that one. I like that one. Um... But nevertheless, the John Wick. These are my, these are my Keanu Reeves. Um, and not just because he shares my first name, you know, <laughs> in these. And same with, with Constantine. Yeah. He, his name is, is John in that as well. So I didn't care for that movie. But the that much the way they've built up the world as they've gone through it. And this, it all started because they killed his dog. Yep. To think, every all these events that have happened in the second and the third one, all the killings, all the people you come in contact with, all the fucking whatevers. And not a lot of time has passed either. No. It's only a couple days. I was going to say, it's within weeks. like a week yeah, or so. Yeah. Um, all because they killed his dog. And I think, one, I think that's a brilliant story because a lot of people in the world, I think, feel the same way. If you killed their fucking dog and they had the means to kill you back, yep. they would. But then, then it, has, and then it that's just such ripples a, effect. A tie in his wife and all that. Yep. Yep. Um, and to know that somebody that could be that badass with whatever they grab. You yeah, know, exactly. And just, just kill somebody with whatever is around them. It's such a badass movie. All three of them are so badass. I just watched the third one. Three is my favorite. Totally my favorite. I would probably have to agree. Three was really, really good. Halle Berry with the dogs and all that stuff. It just I hope they do a fourth one. On, I know I've heard they're gonna, and, but he's, he has said publicly right he'll, he'll do them as long as people want to see them. So I love it. I, I think they're and they they all stay. Most movies kind of start to decline. Yeah, trilogies or whatever you want to have at it. The second one to me is kind of. <laughs> at times, it's like it, I get taken out of the movie. There's a little too bit much. too much story in that one. Too much. Yeah. Uh, the action when it's there, though. Yep. Badass. But I think if they the do another one, one really good. see Lawrence Fishburne and you know, right. them two right. fight right. alongside right. each other. Lawrence, yeah, I forgot to say. Lawrence Fishburne yeah. and Keanu Reeves, they're kind of frenemies a little bit. Yeah. You, you could see them being friends, but then there's something underneath there too that's underlining. But, but you, uh, you could see them fighting together. Yeah. It just, it would be so good. It, it would be. That would be a lot of fun because Lawrence Fishburne, as much as he's like a great actor and shit, you're not, to me, you're not doing anything other than just talking in most of your films now. Yeah. And I think so, anybody else could do that. You, you're just... You have prestige with what you do. Yep. I mean, loved him in Ant-Man and the Wasp because it's just awesome to see him in it. But 
are you gonna do anything with him? Because if not, like like uh, Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One. Yeah. You didn't do anything. You, you're just a credible name. Like that sucks. Because I was going into this thing and wait, he's gonna he's gonna fuck something up. He didn't fuck nothing up. <laughs> uh, he's actually Dave's actually wearing his uh my Baba Yaga T-shirt. Yep. Because uh, yeah, they are John Wick movies are just badass. They are wicked good. Um. Like the the knife throwing where they're just breaking the glass to grab different knives he's, and he's so precise he's so precise with them and, and but some of them are bouncing off him and shit just so it's so good and Keanu Reeves is a is a beloved human being yeah so people are gonna flock to these movies like two videos I've seen of this man one where he's on a subway train and there wasn't enough room so he stood up and let somebody have his seat and then the other one was last year. Com some Comic-Con or Video Game Expo. I don't know which one it was. Uh, he was up on the stage and someone was recording him and he was getting, I think it was for Cyberpunk 2099 or whatever the hell the name of that game is. Uh, and Keanu Reeves says the words like something like, the game is just so, the world is so beautiful or something like that. And the guy holding the camera, he's like, no, you're beautiful! And Keanu Reeves literally, like, right in the middle of this, stops, pinpoints where the guy is, no, you're beautiful, <laughs> and then just goes right back into it. It's like, oh, yeah, he's, he's so genuinely awesome. a good dude. Yep. So, any, anything that dude does, I'm going to see it. SpongeBob, he's in the newest SpongeBob, count me in. He was in <laughs> Toy Story 4 as uh, Duke Kaboom. I thought was really cool. One of my favorite movies is uh, The Replacements, where he plays Shane Falco. I yep. love that movie. Yep. Yeah, a lot great movies like that that kind of get passed yep. pass over. I never saw the movie like A Scanner Darkly. No. Um, Johnny Mnemonic. That's a good one. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, that's a good one. Where he has like he has like uh, information implanted into his brain, and it's making he, he has it above capacity, so it's like it's gonna melt his brain. I think he likes the name John. <laughs> He does. Because, <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yep. I, I do like... I think you should see that one, though. That's a good one. I'll check that out. Um, is that it for Keanu? For as far as I can think of, yeah. Well, I got... <laughs> one of... I just watched this again for the first time in a while. This is literally one of my favorite movies oh, of I all time. I love that movie. I think this is better than all three of the originals. And I'm not saying that as, like, those are bad... The second one's not that good. Um, or no, not the second one. The third one, Beyond Thunderdome, is okay. Until he gets to, like, the forest with the kids. And then it just gets like, what oh, the fuck is this shit? He would kill all them and steal their shit. He's <laughs> in a world gone mad. Only the mad survive. I don't know if that's how they say it. Um, this movie's fucking amazing. Yeah. I will escort you personally to the gates of Valhalla. Like... Witness me, shiny and chrome. I love this fucking Mad Max movie. You want action? And I'm not just talking guns blazing. Uh, we didn't run out of clips and we didn't have to reload our gun. This is like full, high energy, high octane, straight up fucking balls to the wall movie. Yeah. Like, if metal, if heavy metal could ever be defined as a movie. <laughs> and I'm not saying the movie Heavy Metal, because there is that movie, Heavy Metal. Yep. If, but if the genre of that 
name could be slapped on a fucking visual movie, this is it. Yep. Not only because it's that post-apocalyptic, barren wasteland fucking survive at all costs. There's literally a motherfucking crazy guy playing heavy metal music on one of the vehicles during the fights and the car chases and, and that's shit. All his, that's his one job. Badass! <laughs> I love this fucking movie. This is such a good fucking movie. Like... He's a blood bag. Like Mad Max is a is basically a bitch for a good forty minutes of this movie. Yeah. Yep. They show him eat a lizard in the beginning, and then get chased down, beat up, head shaven, fucking needle hooked into him so he can give another guy blood. Hooked onto the front of the car. Bad ass, man. Like I can't get over how good this movie is. And even Charlize Theron's character is. Oh man, badass. Furiosa is so cool in this. This is my favorite Charlize Theron movie. This is probably my favorite fucking Tom Hardy movie until I see Venom two. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Holt is so good in this movie as one of the War Boys. Uh, the wrestling connection with Nathan Jones. With Nathan, that's what I was just trying to think of. Nathan yep. Jones is Rictus. Which, if I had my poster that you have given me, I have two Mad Max posters, one signed by Rictus, and then just the other one that I took from the movie theater. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, this is mine now. I'm taking this. <laughs> that was just like the, it was a bad movie, but The Rocker with Rain Wilson. Yeah. They had a poster hanging up, and I came, I don't know what movie I saw. I came out of the movie theater, and I, I just, I, don't, I, was, I know I was in a good mood, and I was just like, I'm taking this. I don't like it. I took it and I folded it up and stuck it in my pocket. No one, no one said nothing. Um, this is this is probably my favorite action movie in like the last... I, I would really have to think about it, but if I just if I just throw it out there right now, it's my favorite action movie in like the last 10 years. Yeah. And I am excluding certain things from that list that I know would just top this. So as action movies is as as what it is, this movie's so fucking good. Uh, George Miller, the original director of the first three Mad Max movies, comes back to direct the fourth installment. I mean, the Polecats, all this, all of the fucking, all of the action you see in this is like ninety nine percent real. Yeah, they, they, there was barely any CGI in this shit. Getting the sandstorms and shit, yeah, that was CGI. But out there in the desert with all the fucking vehicles you saw, all those were real. Yeah, all practical effects. Oh yeah. my god, it's so goddamn awesome. And there's rumors that he's going to come back and do a new one called Mad Max Wasteland. I want to see it. I would desperately, desperately want to see it. I would even say... I would rather see a new Mad Max movie than the third Ghostbusters. Yeah. Honestly, I really, really would. This movie took me by storm. I did not know what to expect other than just... I know I'm gonna like it. Um, I wish Mel Gibson would have made an appearance in it. Yeah. But I do know Tom Hardy reached out to him because I've seen an interview, and he's like, "Hey, is this okay if I do a movie like this?" And uh, Mel Gibson gave him his blessing. That's cool. Which is cool because he's the original Mad Max. I mean, it all started in Australia. It, it wasn't an American-made movie. It was just brought over here for our delight. Yeah. So I I love Mad Max, and I want to say that check that out. It's it's so badass. It is. It is a really really good movie. Yep. I mean the the bad guy in it, Daddy or whatever the fuck his name is, Big Daddy or whatever. Over the top, yes. But Mad Max, hell yes. I mean when 
when they go into his milking chamber, essentially, and there's all these big fat women hooked up to fucking milkers and shit, it's like, uh, this is like what I always pictured a Mad Max world to look like. Like, don't sugarcoat how yeah. fucked up Grotesque. this is. Yeah. 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 That's why I thought, like, in Beyond Thunderdome, when it was the little midget on the big guy's back, I'm like, yeah, like, I want to see a whole world that's so fucked up that this is the normal. Yep. To where I'm not questioning this. This is just, I'm questioning the shit that is normal. Yeah. Like Waterworld. Yeah. I love Waterworld. That's all I got. That's all I got. Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Kevin Costner. It's Waterworld. It's Mad Max, but water. It's awesome. <laughs> Except for the big CGI fish in the beginning. That's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> I, there's a franchise I know you don't like, and that's the Transformer movies. It's not that I don't like them. I like the first one. And that's as far as it went. That's a, I liked it. I didn't... I When I finished it, I wasn't like, oh, God, I hope there's another one. I grew up with Transformers. Yep. I know pretty much the history of Transformers. Beast Wars, Cybertron, all of that good shit. But I wasn't one of those people that was desperate for a live-action movie. Right. Because... As much as I do like the first one, it's not anything that I would write home about. Yeah. It was just a big explosion movie. Yeah. Then when the second one came out, I told my friends, and I was like, I don't want to go see this. Like, I don't want to, please don't take me to see this. What'd they do? <laughs> Took me to see this. <laughs> I was pissed. I've never, even to this day, I've never been more mad at being in a movie I never wanted to see. The fact that I had to sit there because my ride was there <laughs> and I had no money to go walk go walk around and look and buy anything else, I was pissed. And when we left the theater, I let everyone know I was pissed because <laughs> I yelled, I fucking hate this goddamn movie. And it was accurate because I still hate that goddamn movie. I think yeah. it's trash. I don't even remember the other ones. I know I've seen them. I have, uh, actually, I think I have all of them except for the last one that came out in Bumblebee. But they are action movies, yep. yeah. Modern day action movies. I I would consider the the new Planet of the Apes action movies too. Once they got into them, mm -hmm. I, I really like that. Yeah, the first too. one's very drama. Yeah. With most of the action taking place in like the zoo yep. when it gets to that point. Second one, heavy heavy action. Third one, absolute. Yep. I, I really like the way they did those. I liked all three of them. I don't think I have the third one. Um, I actually another. I went to see. I think I saw all three of them in theater. I know maybe I didn't see the first one. I know I saw the second and third. But I was with my buddy Pete and a couple others when we went and saw the third one. He was excited to see it, but I guess it wasn't what he wanted. And right at the end of the movie, there's a bunch of people in the theater, and he just stands right up, right at the right at the end when it it's all said and done. It's all quiet. Fuck this fucking movie. <laughs> well then, <laughs> now you know what I felt like during Transformers too. So. I, I enjoyed it, though. Yeah. I did like it. I like Woody Harrelson quite a bit. So anything he's in, I'm pretty much... Yeah, knowing that he's going to be Carnage is... Actually, speaking of that, they revealed... It got pushed back yep. to 2021, which, Jesus Christ, this is going to be like the worst year for movies. Whatever came out before this coronavirus took over, that's going to be your blockbusters for the, oh, yeah. the year. I don't even know what came out at the beginning of the year. Bad Boys. <laughs> Did that it's come really, out this year? Yeah. Yep. My, I think it was in February. Yeah. But other than that, I can't really think of because it it was March that this shit started. Right. You know, um, so. But Venom Two got a new title. 
Did you see this? I think I saw like a little. It's called, and this is like legit, Venom. There will be carnage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't love that name because it's so cliche. Yeah. But I do like the name because, one, that's basically what Cletus Cassidy said at the end of the last movie. Yep. Which was a huge promise at the end of that movie because, if one, you didn't know if they even were going to greenlight it. So it's like, let's give them Cletus Cassidy. Let's have him say there's going to be carnage. But let's not give the fans, like, let them know if we're making a second one yet or not. It, we'll go from there. So that was a pretty big gamble. Now that you took that gamble and you can kind of, like, promise that, now you're putting it in the title. Yeah. There will be carnage. Which, to me, is not just... Spider-Man Homecoming. It's not just a, a catchy name that kind of subtly captures the essence of the movie. When you put there will be carnage in the title of anything, if you said this is Barney and Friends, there will be carnage, I'm expecting something to get fucked to death. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you maybe, better make it accurate. Totally accurate. Right. Yep. So... Now you're telling me Carnage 1 is in the movie, which I already knew anyways from my own little research. And, but you're promising. You're, you're really identifying that promise even more. So if you don't capitalize on that, oh man, you are going to be putting your own fucking foot in your mouth. And I don't think Andy Serkis, I don't think he's the guy that comes up with the names of this shit and releases it. But I would have to think if I'm a director of this movie and this whole time, this whole movie I've been thinking of, it, it's just Venom 2. But I know what I'm putting into it. Yeah. But it's still just Venom 2. And then somebody, whether I knew it or didn't, says, we're going to we're gonna name it Venom. There will be carnage. Now as a director, I have to think to myself, shit. That's a, that's a name. Like, I don't, I, ha I have to really step up yeah. and deliver. You're putting a lot of pressure on You really are, in my yeah. opinion. You really are. Like, if they come out and they call Spider-Man 3... Spider-Man Sinister Six, and it's only the introduction of the Sinister Six, and it's a cliffhanger yeah. to the next Sony movie that doesn't take place, well, it does, but doesn't in the MCU. But you have to, oh, well, Sinister Six really, they're, they're going to be in the next one. Well, then why the fuck did you call this one the Sinister Six? Yeah. Like... That's the kind of shit that's a big no-no to me. Yeah. So, I'm bummed that it got pushed back because who the fuck wants to have something that they are looking forward to get moved, right? Yeah. No one. But that's even more time that they can put development behind all of this. From Morbius to this to, what, to the next whatever they want to do. You got more time now to enhance it, make it better, have it make sense, or whatever the fuck you, I'm trying to say. You got that much more time, but it just sucks, because, yeah. I mean, Batman got moved. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I know, I, I still can't remember what the fuck the action movie I was trying to find. One that I really like is uh, Machete and Machete Kills. I have both of them. I was going to grab them both. Um, yeah, I actually think they're they're amazing. They're exactly like what this movie is. It 
if you know what, if you can identify what type of, and I have, I just say this for movies, what type of movie you are, and you, like, say this, you know you're an action movie, you know you have top-notch talent in this movie, but you also know you're ridiculous. Yep. So you treat it as such. Like, if they were, if you added serious music to this moment right now, and you showed that lady with a gun, I would be like, what are they going for? Am I am I supposed to be like, oh, that's a badass lady? Or am I supposed to think, this is just ridiculous? Because yep. I'm going with the ridiculous part. Because that's I hope to God that's what they knew they were trying to get. Yep. I hope they didn't think, yes, this is the next Godfather. Like, yep. treat you, treat it like it is. Uh, I know, There was just a mo big trouble in Little China. If they tried to make that have a serious overtone, oh, then... All of that would have failed. Yeah. The old creepy Chinese sorcerer, like he would have he's supposed to be comedic to me. Oh yeah. But also terrifying because it's like, oh, he's creepy, but he's not really But well, most a lot of villains have that comedic element right. to them and but they're still sinister. Right. Yep. It, I wouldn't want a Thanos villain in Big Trouble in Little oh, China. Because if the if the villain was super serious and took himself as such Everything else would have been ridiculous, or then that would have been the ridiculous part. Whatever, because you can't have a serious villain and then have like his three elemental henchmen and be like, "This guy's made of water. This one's like electricity, and this one's wind." And then this guy's standing here in like a suit and tie, and I'm supposed to believe that this all makes sense? Yeah, right. It just like this gangster guy just came across these guys, and, and they yeah, listen to yeah, him. Yeah. It just, I I don't know, and I think comic book movie and just movies in general, I think they're starting to realize that, uh, especially with comic book movies, because you have, let's say, the original Spider-Man trilogy, where they're very grounded. Yep. Yes, it's a man swinging from web to web, but it's not blown up ridiculous. He's not, which he does, Spider-Man does do these things, he's not doing like backflips and handstands yet in these movies. Because I think they were too afraid to take that risk of being weird yeah. or very comic booky or or whatever. Like they didn't know how that genre was gonna play right. out. Right. Yeah. And I think like a movie like this really set the or or made a bar. Didn't set a bar, but it made a bar that you can have ridiculous, over the top comedy action without it taking completely away from all the action that you're trying to make badass yeah yeah because this is cool yeah. him hanging from a fucking crane with a dead body but if you put this in a rambo movie it's what are you doing yeah so I, I i love this kind of stuff i love action movies i love the serious overtone to to a lot of them but i like this quirkiness where you can have fun. expendables were kind of like that yeah very yeah. much so over the top but yet I can believe this is real. Yep. But yeah, again, very over the top. Very, yeah. very over the top. And I love that shit. I mean, look at it. He's trying to kick a dead body into a goddamn dinosaur tar pit that has a bomb on it. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger being as big as he is... I was going to say... I knew I mean, I knew he fell anyways. But being as big as he is in a realistic world, almost 300 pounds, he would have been falling off of that fucking dead body like nothing. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
But it's awesome. I love this. Look how watery it is. <laughs> Sin City did a better job with their tar. <laughs> and then he just, he gets out and he's cleaning himself off and he's totally clean. He's totally just, clean. Like, tar it. just fucking comes off you like yeah. water. Just so good. Yeah, but this, you're right. This kid is fucking horrible. He actor. annoys the shit out of me. And I love that you can see, like, just the seam in it where it's... Oh, yeah. You know, like, where it was a tank that he was in and he, so he could get out easier. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Such good shit. Yeah, Blu-ray reveals a lot of that shit. That's the Legion yeah. of Doom. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. <laughs> I don't know what else to cover, man. I've, I've pretty much covered everything I got. I know there was... I mean, there's always action movies and shit. And this really, this was just a, a filler episode. Yeah. Which is not a negative thing, because we can talk about things that we're not constantly thinking about. Um, yeah, like that right there. Yeah. Like, I have no tar on my face, <laughs> little boy. You need... Danny! <laughs> I think that's his name. Yeah, Danny Madigan. Yep. Yep. Like this. Like, where the fuck are the cops? Yep. And she comes with a, you know, a change of clothes for him. Like, I thought you might need a change of clothes. I figured like, you fell in a fat of tar. Yep. While she's still wearing the same sexy fucking lip-revealing yeah. outfit. <laughs> Look at the tar. It comes right off if you use wet naps. Oh, one that I, I had, I forgot. The Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was pretty good. I, I like that one. I was going to grab, I mean, all my movies are right the fuck there. I had all the WWE ones together. Uh, I give credit where credit's due. The first Marine was pretty good. Yeah, I like that It had one. Robert Patrick in it. Um, is that That's his name, right? Yeah. Uh... And they made a Terminator reference in that. They were trying to kill Cena, and they couldn't. And Butch from uh, Gotham is in it. He plays his friend. He, he does, the yep. security guard in yep. the beginning. That is right. Yep. Uh, what the fuck is that chick's name? Kelly Carlson yep. is his girlfriend in that. She is so sexy. I first saw her in the TV show Nip Tuck, which was about two surgeons, plastic surgeons that were kind of shady and shysty. In a world full of fake plastic people, and it was it was a pretty good show, it honestly was. Um, had the guy, uh, what the fuck is his name, Julian McMahon, played the original Doctor Doom. Yep. Uh, and he actually he was the the bad guy in that Runaways TV show I was talking about. Uh, he was in that. He was one of the, the guys. I, I yeah. like that show quite yeah. a bit. After a while, the the WWE ones they just took any script they could get. Oh just, yeah. You know, I even see Big Show. Has got a Netflix show coming yep. out. The big show show. Yep. I have no interest in that. I feel like his... I'll say this. <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories, and I know you've probably heard at least a lot of people in the wrestling world say, Big Show's a funny guy. Right? Make People yeah. people say he's he's got a good sense of humor. Sure he is, but it's not... He's not fucking hysterical. No. Like, I'll say this. Jim, uh, according to Jim, that TV show, that sitcom, a lot of people shit on that show and say it's bad and stuff. I think that fucking show was hysterical. I think Jim Belushi is as or maybe even funnier than John Belushi. To a degree. Yeah. To a degree. I won't say he's straight up fucking over the hill funnier, but he, to a degree he's got a funnier sense to him. I think Jim Belushi is really, really funny, and I think his show is hysterical. Uh, the Big Show to me is just not funny, like sitcom funny. Like, no. I don't want to see him weep. 
I barely wanted to see him do comedic skits in wrestling, unless it was him in like a character skit. But him just coming out and cutting the jib with somebody. That's like the like edging Christian. Like their humor plays well for a little bit, but them doing a whole show with right. that sense of humor, I, I couldn't watch it. Right. It's Saturday Night Live works because each skit is a skit. Yep. Now, if Ladies Man was a full half hour long, now I'm not I'm not saying you because the, there is a movie that's like an yep. hour and a half long. But there's a lot to the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of characters in the movie. There's a lot of fucking funny shit in that movie. But if you did just the ladies' man, where it's, hello, ladies. He's just sitting there by himself for a full half hour oh, yeah. or an hour. It's going to get old. Even, even if you did Wayne's World that long. Exactly. You know? like yeah. Those characters have to be in small doses. In segments. You can't. Yeah. It just, yeah. I, like, I, like if you did Sean Connery, the Jeopardy thing. If you kept that going. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It only works in doses. Yeah. Right. Yep. He, exactly. He's my favorite. <laughs> Trebek, your mother's a whore. <laughs> I, think, I think he's fucking hysterical. Yeah, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Yep. And... The fact that he's not dead and, like, he's not in anything is, like, it blows my fucking mind. I'm like, that guy is an improv, comedic, fucking genius. Yep. Like, straight genius. I don't understand how he's not... Christ, even uh, Bob Odenkirk, who was a writer for SNL, who created Matt Foley, the motivational speaker, went on to become Better Call Saul. Yep. Like, Conan O'Brien, who was an SNL uh, writer for years, is now Conan O'Brien. Like, Daryl, where, where are you, bud? Yeah. Like, where are you, bud? Like, how how has Will Ferrell never been like, hey, you want to be in one of my movies? Yeah. Yep. I, that shit just... It's, I, <laughs> I did actually watch an SNL skit, and I did not know this, of Chris Farley... Jay Moore, Adam Sandler, Tim Meadows, and Norm MacDonald, which all those guys kind of minus Jay Moore. I mean, he's funny, but not, not yeah. he's not top tier like them no. guys. Like, even Norm MacDonald is like, that motherfucker is in a whole different stratosphere of funny. Yeah. He is, he's great. <laughs> but they're all, they go to the zoo. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. Where they go to the zoo and one by one they jump into the pit and they keep yeah. getting eaten. So I'm watching this skit. I've never seen it before. And I'm laughing my ass off because I'm like, this all seems improv. Like, they all seem like they have a bullet point they know they need to hit. Yeah. But for the most part, this just seems like they're just ad-libbing everything. Because there's even one point where Chris Farley is laughing at something and Adam Sandler... And they're calling themselves by their names in it. Yeah. Like, it's Chris is Chris Farley. And Adam Sandler and Chris Farley are laughing at each other. And Norm MacDonald's in the middle. And Adam Sandler, like, reaches over and, like, is, like, grabbing him. And then just slaps him in the face. And then Adam Sandler just starts laughing hysterically. And Chris Farley's just, like, you know, like, not knowing what to do. And I, at that moment, I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Like, is this is funny. Like, this is my funny. And then so I'm reading the comments. And it was it was all those guys' last SNL. Oh wow! Together, and that's how they all signed like signed off. Like each one of them jumped into the pit with the polar bear and died, and that's how they wrote their character off. 
And I'm like, wow, what a fucking moment to have Tim Meadows, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, Norm MacDonald, and I'll say Jay Moore because he was an SNL cast member for like two or three years. All five of those guys ended the show like together. Like, yeah. that's one, I find that sad because that's SNL was huge. That's to the me. end of an era. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Chris Farley, knowing he, he passes away a couple of years after that. And it was, if I, I personally, I wish I could have been part of that. Yeah. I wish I could have just been like someone sitting in the room when they came up with that idea. So I could have been like, oh, I was part of that. Like that, if there was like WrestleMania had, or not WrestleMania, wrestling has, it's like moments that truly define what that is. You know, like Ricky Steamboat and Macho Man, WrestleMania three, that defines not only WrestleMania, what it means, but wrestling as a whole, right? Yep. Like that, when you want to talk legitimate what that sport is, that's what you refer to somebody in other matches and such. SNL, all of it's ridiculous. None of it's meant to be taken serious. But when you define what it is, that skit to me defines what that show was. That's, again, minus Jay Moore to a lesser degree. Those fucking guys, man, those guys made comedy what it was for me. And what it is today, he, like Tim Meadows is so underrated. Oh yeah, totally underrated. But I just I thought that was cool as shit. Uh, that that skit, and then when I found out that it was the, all of their last show yeah. together, and but you were talking about improv. I feel like everything Christopher Walken does on SNL is totally oh, yeah. improv. Like, the, how is he following a script? You watch some of those, you know, and then you with a, with a guy like that, such a serious, yeah draw to him at times and then he welcome to the hotel continental yeah like oh you're so beautiful come in come in oh like or even like his stuff in joe dirt in like joe half dirt. Of that stuff joe is not dirt a it was joe dirt or the, does your mother so get her to sew right. that that had to be that. that had to be his line yep. you know off the rails who's your again. who's your father and what's he do for a job yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> i i just you're talking to my friend all wrong Talk to him again like that, and I'll stab you in the neck with a soldering iron. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Wow, all right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just yep. good shit. And then you see him, action movie. You see him in uh, The Rundown Yep. with The Rock, which I, I'll say it, man. The Rock's first few movies were really awesome. Yep, they Scorpion were really, King. And, yep. Walking Tall, I yeah. really like that. Because you put him with cool little sidekicks. I I even like Doom. Like I don't think a lot of people. Like I don't Doom. love I, Doom. I don't love it, but I I liked it. I thought it was. I do. It does hold a place with me though. Yeah. I wish the entire movie was like the ending where it shows it in first person. Yeah. That looked awesome. But the rundown was one of his best ones. I think. I, I, I think the rundown was fantastic. I really enjoyed the shit out of that. And it, the dynamic with him and Sean William Scott and Rosario Dawson mm -hmm. being in it. And yeah. Yep. Yep. That movie was very good. Then they came. Oh, no, it was Walking Tall 2 with Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> I remember getting into an argument with my cousin about The Rock. And she's like, he loves doing the Disney movies and this, 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 and that. And because this was right after he stopped, his Disney contract ran out. And the first movie he did after that was Faster. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool movie. I thought I dug it quite a bit. Him and Billy Bob Thornton. Um, right? That was the one where he went and he killed all the people 
that put him in falsely put him in prison. Yeah, yeah, yep. I believe that was the one. Uh, I thought it was really cool because I was sick of the Rock in the Disney movies. Oh, like yeah. my mom loved Game Plan. I'm like, this is that was just a cash grab for him. Totally a cash grab. The Tooth Fairy. Yep. And that's what we got into. And she's like, he loved doing those movies. Like, look at how successful they were. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, if he fucking loved doing them, and this is exactly what I said, if he loved fucking doing them, then why did Larry the Cable Guy take over for Tooth Fairy 2 and The Rock didn't do it? <laughs> if The Rock loved it so much. Yep. She didn't say anything. <laughs> but this is also coming from a household that her husband hates Lord of the Rings and she loves Star Wars or vice versa. <laughs> and either he loves Star Wars and hates Lord of the Rings or she does. And then he either loves Lord of the Rings and hates Star Wars or she does. It's like, how do you love and hate either one of them? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like saying, I don't know what it's like saying, but it's <laughs> like saying something stupid. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, there's been, I mean, we're not, I don't know, there's been a lot of action movies. We've just, you know, grazed over ones that kind of met shit to us as we were yeah. growing up or that were just significant in their own way. There's tons of different fucking action movies out there from everything we've said to movies that we may not qualify as action. Right. I don't really know. I mean, you, you could, could, like, aliens and stuff like that, you could qualify as, exactly, you know, but starship that, troopers, you know, shit like but that. But in that sense... That's when, to me, the differentiation it starts to divide. Because then it's that is science fiction action. Yeah. Where this action, yes, this is science fiction, but it doesn't go any more beyond that other than just an askew version. Yeah, it's not you're in space, you're dealing with time travel or aliens or monsters or dinosaurs this is parallel dimensions but it's you know relative right yeah. relatively grounded yeah. yes you can get into predator but even then predator is still really grounded until yeah. you get to alien versus predator yeah even predator 2 was much more grounded oh, yeah. in a sense because here you are you're back in like detroit or, or wherever wherever that movie took place i'm not even, I, I don't like that one to be honest because <laughs> it's just why were they hunting drug dealers? Yeah, right. That just didn't make sense to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Jesus, at some point, we could even just, for other filler episodes, do action comedies. Yep. Because God knows there's a shit ton of them. Like, the Harold and Kumar movies are all action comedies to me. There's a lot of... They're riding a cheetah at one point. That's action. Yeah, like the other guys, stuff Tropic like that. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's... Yep. That's as action comedy as you can get. Yep. But like like Beverly Hills Ninja stuff, all of that stuff. We could do a comedy, surf, surf ninjas, like exactly. Yeah. Uh, there, there's there's so much. I mean, I'm just thinking ninjas now. The Karate Kid. There's so there's yeah. mo just movies, just movies. We're like just, we could do like time periods too, like 80s, 90s, exactly you know, stuff like that. You know? Yep. And again, you know, this was just a, a filler episode because we we had to postpone it the other day because you got busy doing stuff, which is cool. And I had a, a brain fart not thinking, well, we don't have to do Metal Gear. We could have done something else. <laughs> and I figured, yeah, action movies is kind of our our, our millionaire. Yeah. I don't know if that's... I mean, we did cover movie. a lot in the, you know... Yeah, and I mean, we kind of repeat ourselves and, and go in circles, but give me a conversation that doesn't. Yeah. I mean, we throw wrestling in there, but it's the comic wrestling podcast, so... Right, you know. and then we're... Yeah. And, and uh, chances are... People that like 
the same stuff that we do like that stuff anyways. You know, it, I, I find that wherever I go, mm -hmm. you know, if I start talking about one subject that kind of goes hand know, in hand, yeah. that's, that's why I think the, the comment I just made about my cousin, I think it's so weird. It's like, how, what's, who led the conversation first? Like, I love Lord of the Rings. Well, I sure as fuck don't. Conversation over. Or was it like, I love Star Wars. Well, I sure as fuck don't. Like, yeah. Where, where do you get to that point? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know if that was me, I'd piss... Whatever one my wife didn't like, I'd piss her off by dressing up as a character from that one every day. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I'm John Solo today. You don't like that. Kiss my ass. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh... I'm, it's gonna, it's gonna piss the piss out of me. <laughs> you can remember that movie. Mm -hmm. I do want to give, because uh, I watched them pretty recent, and uh, I give honorable mentions to other action movies. Uh, the new James Bond flicks are very any all the James Bond movies are action packed, but the newer ones are very very action packed. Uh, Spectre was had a lot of action in it. A lot of shit went down. Skyfall is my personal favorite. I think the ending of that is phenomenal. Uh, it's cool fight scenes and shit like that. I I just love James Bond. Just thinking of those. Uh, and on that note, I think that wraps it. Uh, yeah, sounds good to me. All right, like a dick getting ready to fuck. This is a wrap. Is that? Is that? Yeah, yeah. If you don't like how I do a send off, <laughs> sorry, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good at this. We'll try it again. We'll try this again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us at the Comic Wrestling Podcast. This was the Action Movies edition of the Comic Shop. Uh, we would truly like to thank you, whoever you people are, for tuning in as much as you do, for checking us out, watching us, listening. However you enjoy us, thanks. Yes, thank um, you very much. This is Deadly Dave. And I am the wild card, Ace Williams. And check us out again, and we will see you real soon. Hasta la vista, baby.